0: You know, I, I saw so much blue in the chat and i was like oh my god like all the moderators are like out in full force until i looked at it closer and uh it's just jay meow like it, spamming yeah. and talking about pizza and they're having like a huge <laughs> pizza conversation
1: yeah no jay meow's a pizza nazi i'm not sure if you're aware of this or not <laughs> no i didn't know that actually no huge pizza nazi he's not a fan of missouri wow. pizza at all it's a thing I interesting i don't know what's your favorite kind of pizza alec
2: I I like very spicy pizza. I I actually I actually recently discovered that the place near me will do will replace the sauce with hot sauce. What? Uh, And uh, and then I'll add chili flakes on top of that. It's it's terrible.
0: (laughs) It's good going in, bad leaving. (laughs) Yeah 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 exactly. Let's
1: let's start the show. This is psvr gamescast live where we film live every single monday wednesday and friday and god it must be one of those days but fuck me if i know which one it is my name's brian paul from this channel right here psvr without Pro, and the guys from right the boys guesting, guest hosting uh not for, not the first time on the uh, on the channel i think he did a viewer takeover with us before alec, alec Sin from yeah. sin studio developers of swordsman vr and all sorts of great uh psvr goodness what's going on alec
2: not much you uh you caught me by surprise today actually but I'm, I'm very excited to be here. I'm like a, I'm like a recurring star on this show yeah, <laughs> at <man>. this point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that guy on the right-hand side of the screen is AJ from the, the Underground, PSVR
0: Underground. What is up, Brian? What is up, Alex? So good to have you, my friend. I'm so glad you, uh, you got to join us today. It is our pleasure indeed. Happy Monday, guys. And I know people aren't usually a fan of Mondays, but hopefully we can help your Monday suck. Just a little bit less.
1: You know who made my Monday suck just a little bit less? Jeppy Condal with the $5 tip says, How's it going? How's it going to you, Jeppy Condal? What's dude? up, Jeppy? Local homegrown cat. Let's get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's in my neck of the woods. <laughs> nice. I don't know who's in my neck of the woods. I, I keep all my doors and windows shut and go, If you're in my neck of the woods, fucking stay home. Uh, also, <laughs> Professor Lillith with the $5 tip says, August 29th, GameCat multi- multiplayer is... No Man's Sky uh, survey for September 5th. Now open votes on Discord. Werewolves Within, Battle Wake or Battlezone? Battle ah, Battlewake. God, I haven't played Wake in so long. Oh, yeah. Uh, sh- no, thank no, you, man. Professor Lilith, for uh, keeping the uh, GameCat multiplayer uh, shit going because uh, we dropped the ball on that big time. So you're the best. Thank you for the tip. We appreciate you. Uh, guys, a little bit of housekeeping before we get to show rolling here. Uh, make sure you join our Discord. The link's in the description. If you haven't already, click it. Join us be one with the cats uh that's where this conversation happens 24 7 that's where you can get involved in those multiplayer meetups that's where you can join us for box vr every single night if you're so inclined uh we really really appreciate uh, all you people over there hanging out having fun doing our thing uh also uh, don't forget that uh, Jamie meow who just tipped us is also helping us get our website up and running and this show is available on spotify um also apple podcasts and a bunch of other streaming services so if you're uh, if you don't want to do this video format don't worry because uh we have a, an audio podcast form jamie Meow with the five dollar tip says it's very easy to be judgmental when you live in massachusetts where all the italians and greeks make great pizza very easy of you brian Again, I feel like it's reverse racism. I'm like, there's got to be Italian and Greek places out here that just make fucking shitty pizza, right? It's got to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. What, what, what do you guys think? You, you, you want to you have an actual show today or just now? I don't
2: know. I'm curious. Uh, I must have missed. I, I knew you guys were doing a website, but I must have missed the details on what you guys plan on doing with it. Like, What, what kind of stuff are people going to be able to expect on there?
1: Uh, it's going to be, uh, for the most part, uh, written, you know, the, the written reviews with links to the video reviews, uh, you know, screenshots, all that mm-hmm. stuff, just to kind of make it easier to consume for people who don't want to sit there and watch a whole video. Um, but one of my favorite things that's going to be on the website uh, is I, I, I like to write. I've, I've been a writer my whole life and, and just kind of going on these big, long rants about my opinions on things like editorials is something that I feel like right. I like get to do really all that much. Sometimes I get to do it here on Gamescast, but not in a really well thought out format. And so that's something I'm looking forward to doing. Um, and of course, you know, inviting developers on to uh, write their own op-eds about things, too. Uh, so we try to diversify and see what see what we can mm. bring to the website that we don't bring to the YouTube channel. Well, I'm
0: sticking to the, the videos because nobody likes to read. <laughs> Very classy of you, AJ.
1: <laughs> Class act. That's why they
0: keep you around. Hey, everybody's we'll thinking, I'm, at least I got the guts to say it. Okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Damn. All right. So then. we just
2: said, oh, wait, uh, Daddy Longlegs uh, says, I- I'm looking kind of thick. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how to process that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I-, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a compliment, right? That is I think so. A compliment, well,
2: no, it? it's a compliment if it's two Cs. Uh, but he- yeah. But they, they I- meant like like That's what he meant. Sick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's possible that I have your window stretched horizontally, and that. <laughs> oh, dude. <do you? laughs> I mean, it's possible. I can double check. I don't want you being abnormally no, no. thick. <laughs> it looks cool. It looks all right. All right. Hey, uh, Jamie. Yeah, with another five dollar tip, says not all Italians and Greeks make great pizza, but all great pizza is made by Italians and Greeks. Also, Tyson. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I love swordsman. He gives you a nice compliment. Hey. nice. Hell,
0: swordsman yeah. loves you
1: swordsman is dope oh yeah guys if you haven't jumped into swordsman yet uh definitely check it out you said you did you did jump into our chat though um during one of the last shows somebody was talking about buying swordsman and you were like oh it's about to go on sale (laughs) yeah i I don't
2: i actually don't know how ahead of time you guys know about sony sales so i didn't want to say anything in in, you know in detail but uh,
0: so yeah uh, yeah Sony so, calls me way, way ahead in advance. I, n- I know before you do. I know your game's do going you. on sale before you do. <laughs> before I do yeah. <laughs> no,
1: not really. <laughs> no, I don't. But, but, but we did get a nice response from that. People saying, oh, wow, the dude's like cannibalizing his own sales to, so that we can save a few bucks. And so like everyone thought that was really nice of you. Awesome, man. Awesome.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, the more people that can play it, the better, honestly, at this point.
1: We also got Mick Coles with the five quid saying, just got back from my daughter's wedding. Congratulations to Mick Coles' wedding. Hopefully you threw some shapes. And then he pops up and says, I threw some shapes on the dance floor. And now feel a little woozy. Now just chilling with the cats. Nice, man. Put your feet up. Kick back. back. Relax. Definitely a relaxing kind of day. I can feel it, man. I can feel it. Uh, But AJ, I feel like maybe we should get the show rolling here before uh, before it becomes seven o'clock and we haven't talked about anything.
0: Well... While you're sitting back and relaxing, I'm all fired up, Brian. Um, Because, uh, you know, I actually want to know real quick as we get started. Are we going to start with the first question that's on the thing, Brian? I I don't know, man. What's the first question on the thing? All right, we'll start with the news then. All right. Uh, Guys, uh, so let's kick off the news. There is an Oculus Connect event October 28th. And I'm sad to report that we are now only covering Oculus. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no, actually, the reason uh, we are mentioning this is because the last Oculus Connect event had tons of PSVR games. We we out of I know I don't remember how many things they showcased, but there was actually six uh, PSVR featured things. Things like Saints and Sinners Aftershocks mm. was uh, unveiled um, and there was a whole bunch of other games. So we're going to be keeping an eye out on that. And and seeing uh, if we maybe see something else that might be coming our way. We know a couple games that are coming to PSVR are um, they're not exclusive to PlayStation VR stuff like uh, Song and the Smoke. So who knows? Maybe we'll see some some thing updates on games that we already know are coming, as well as uh, some other maybe new announcements potentially. Yeah, the the rumor the rumor
1: goes uh, that we could very well be seeing Quest three there. Uh, now I think that is that the rumor. I don't know, man, people talk. Sometimes I listen. <laughs> I, I think this is one of those examples of somebody said something and I went, that's a rumor. And because, you know, here's how, here's how much I care about following quest rumors. You just heard exactly how much I didn't do any research on this whatsoever. So the fact is, is like, if we do hear about quest three or they reveal their launch plans for, they reveal the hardware, whatever. I mean, how much, how much do you think this affects Sony, if at all?
0: Well, go ahead. Al. Uh.
2: Uh, it depends. It depends on what their launch window would look like. Yeah, on one well, hand, you could have a situation where, like, if the launch window is uh, too close to the NGVR, mm-hmm. then people will just be like, "I'm gonna hold out and wait for the NGVR." Uh, but then, if if it's too far ahead, like too too early, if if the Oculus Quest comes earlier, then people might jump on the Quest and maybe not jump back onto PlayStation VR. So it's like a really weird window. This whole thing.
0: I think if they announce a, a quest 3 there will be riots in the streets people were already a little upset about the quest 2 except the quest 2 is doing excellent they've already yeah, yeah. you know the the numbers that we've seen they've maybe sold like 4 million something already i believe i don't know for sure but uh sounded like they had sold 4 million uh at this point and that's a short amount of time to sell that many headsets um yeah. and to me i think it would be a good thing uh, in, in some ways because I like competition. I've said this a million times. Like, their VR is never going to grow or uh, if there aren't companies competing over trying to make the best headset at the most affordable price with the best games, most features, all that stuff. We win when there's more competition. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I don't think I, I would be blown away, absolutely shocked, if they actually announced it but as in terms of how would it affect sony bring it on man like competition is good
1: yeah i think sony's sort of um taking the stance that they don't care at all what anybody else is doing as far as vr is concerned because if they did they would have had psvr 2 out by now it would have been out by this holiday season latest right instead of possibly Mm -hmm. next holiday season um, and that's and that's just showing that they don't care, and 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 not about not about VR, but about about their competition. I think they know as well as anybody that Oculus looks like they're doing really well, you know, with sales numbers and stuff. But when you look at the you know the the billions of gamers out there, uh, that it's it's they're they're barely uh, they're barely tapping the potential. And so I think Sony's gonna when they jump in with PSVR two, they're gonna make a bigger splash than Oculus ever did, or Sony ever did, or anybody else ever did. And so they're kind of saying, "Oh, you know, right now everyone's fighting over small potatoes. Why fight over that at all? You know, we're just going to hold off until we're 100% ready. We're going to have some AAA games ready for launch, and maybe we're just going to blow everybody out of the water. And uh, and this isn't competition at all. It's it's a they're they're playing an entirely different game than than Quest is. So I, I don't think it's going to make it one bit of difference to them. That was my long yeah. Point.
2: I'm actually wondering how how like because because AJ, you're saying that you know competition is good, but yeah. Like for the most part, Sony's probably got the hardware and everything fixed in. Even if they make a lot of changes, they're not going to be able to make changes necessarily to compete with what they'll they'll find out Quest Three is now, right? So, if by chance the Quest Three is amazing and people prefer it on paper more than the PSVR Two, then that could be dangerous even. Because I want to see console VR succeed uh, as well. Like that, just the fact that we have so much more power there. Obviously, you know, Quest has its uh, charm, but I, I, I wouldn't want to let go of all that extra potential, the PS5 and all that.
0: Yeah. Well, the more dangerous Quest is, I think it really makes Sony raise the, like, raise their game. And that's kind of mm-hmm. what I mean by that. Is like right, the more right. competitive they are, like if they're not competitive at all, then, then Sony doesn't have to be as competitive or something. But uh, I think, and, and you know, when Brian, you say, when you say they don't care, I, I agree in one way, but they care some like let's be honest here right like they're not like you don't think they care one bit or about that the competition they do, uh, absolutely yeah.
1: not uh, they've everything they've done so far has been like <laughs> like just kind of like giggling <laughs> as they go
0: we're just gonna but release they, it when it's ready <laughs> but they've probably they've likely learned some things from quest they've likely you sure. know they've, they've learned some things so so like to say that they just flat out don't care one bit like even if they don't care they are still using it for research for research and development sure uh you know getting maybe getting some ideas taking some ideas seeing the feedback seeing what people really like analyzing that data so it's not about them caring more than like what the effect it actually directly has
1: yeah i mean i I can totally see where you're coming from Uh, i'm just saying as far as like their launch plans as far as what happens uh, at the oculus event they don't care that's as far as i meant with that Uh, they just, it's, it's it's just a completely different ball game. You know, it it would be like, it it would be like when they released the PlayStation five, as if Sony was paying attention to the mobile market and going, (laughs) well, look at, look at what they're doing on, on, on your phone. It's like, nope, nope. There's no, no interest over there whatsoever. They're doing their own thing. They're doing Sony's nailing what they do fucking amazingly, right? They're making like these amazing, uh, single-player AAA games, uh, big, long adventures, and, and they're doing things that pretty much no one else in the console's, console space is doing. And I see them continuing that trend into VR and just kind of, again, blowing away the competition. Um, let, let the, uh, the third-party developers take care of all that, like all the filler stuff. Um, Sony's, Sony's in their own little world, and, uh, and that little world is fucking amazing. So I, I hope they just continue doing what they think is right because i think they're on they're on something
2: you know what would really get sony uh kind of caught as if if xbox decided to do vr yeah because uh, now in that in that console split that would be a whole new thing
0: yeah phil spencer has commented on that and he just continues to say he doesn't see a vision like a way of making vr fit into their ecosystem so it kind of makes sense. They've got this huge focus on battle, on uh, Game Pass, and um, all sorts of other things that they have going, ways to monetize and and things. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't, I don't honestly see it either. But man, I would love some Forza Horizon in VR. That's for sure. Or some, uh, you know, Halo or Gears of War or something. Yeah, I'd be down. Yeah. I'd, I'd be all for it. And again, more competition. Um, but so. In regards to so let's let's jump to the next topic here um you know you mentioned a little bit about triple a devs and stuff we recently had these psvr2 leaks which it's just right now codenamed next gen vr ngvr uh what do you think this means for indie devs and you know as since we have happen to have an indie dev with us um it's the most like these questions were tailor-made for our uh, for our desktop <laughs> today almost oh they were <laughs> yeah. um yeah we just would love to see since we got you on we'd love to hear your insights as to like w- what does uh you know uh, obviously you've probably heard about the leaks and and seen them um and we're just curious yeah. to get your uh take on it and what it means for you right now
2: yeah i mean there. Uh, obviously a- just as a as a disclaimer, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, uh, in no way, I mean, this is all speculative and in no way could I right. confirm, but assuming that they're true, mm-hmm. um, it I don't think it's black and white necessarily. I can't, I can't say that it's good or bad. <clears throat> like, in some ways, having uh, more AAA games and studios involved means more people are gonna come to VR, and the more people that come, the better it is for indie devs, uh, just, just to have the market grow in that way. But at the same time, the standards are going to go up a lot more. Even now when there isn't as many AAA titles, the standards we could see are getting higher and higher constantly. Just among the indies for the most part even. Um, and so if AAA studios start getting involved, I don't know. Maybe we'll see it in a, a situation where like uh, the AAA standard isn't something that indie uh, games are benchmarked against. Uh, which... the most likely that's that's what's that's what's happening with flat games right like you consider an indie game an indie game and you compare it against other indie games Uh, i think for the most part it'd be good though i I would love to see more people coming into vr and kind of seeing it go more mainstream like if if you told people that all their favorite games were going to come to vr and they didn't have to pay a premium price for it like that's such a huge deal
1: yeah yeah what do you guys think i mean I feel. I feel like I've gone on and on about it, um, probably at length. Uh, I, I think. I think that you know, obviously, these hybrid games are um, certainly what's going to push VR forward in this next generation. And I think that's only because it's a transitional generation. It's a generation that where um, we're trying to get as many gamers into VR as possible, and we're not. We don't have the luxury yet of getting um, developers like Activision and EA or whoever to make a game built from the ground up with uh with with vr support uh that's going to be something that they're only going to do uh with hybrid games because they just can't afford to spend the millions and millions and millions of dollars to make triple a uh vr only games and so this i really do think that psvr 2 is sort of the transitional uh generation where these things need to happen right we need to we need to get triple a developers to make their hybrid games um and that will get more gamers in and that will get more (laughs) Uh, big developers into the VR gaming space. We're, there's just no better way to do it, unfortunately. You know, I know that everybody wants to have, uh, they're like, oh, there's nothing better than, uh, than games built from the ground up for VR. Um, but my question for those people is, what games are you talking about, right? Like, what, what games, like, are, we, are we talking about, like, Shadow Legend? Where, like, Shadow Legend is... You know this this small indie game, and it, and it feels really good to play, and you can climb around, and you, all the weapons feel really good, and it's it's just uh, you feed dogs and feed, <laughs> and play fetch with the dog, and, and feed horses, mm-hmm. like it's just very VR stuff. But but then it's only like four hours long, and the combat kind of sucked, and uh, and it could really could have used some work in the in, in the storytelling department. I was like, is that what you consider like the best VR experience? Because then, then I kind of, then you kind of start losing me. Um, I, th- I, think, <clears throat> I think, I think, I think AAA devs would be able to do those kind of things pretty easily with their AAA flat screen games, uh, but then also deliver the full fledged thirty hour experience that we're looking for.
0: Yep. I, you know, I will take. I've seen some some people, um, some VR enthusiasts and stuff, uh, show some concerns over AAA non VR devs making uh stepping into the VR world and you know i i want to address this i won't call them out by name because i have a problem with the idea i don't have a problem with the person but i really hate how i see a lot of vr enthusiasts a lot of people that are really you know deep into the ecosystem already saying that saying stuff like non-VR AAA devs don't deserve or shouldn't be able to step into the VR space. And to me, I think that's a garbage take. I think that is like, to to say that there are non-VR developers that can't or won't, you know, uh, be able to make good games or good experiences or, or immersive features, uh, I think is short-sighted, incredibly short-sighted. And that like, you know, I think, some like not every game in general is going to be a winner all the time that's just how it is like some people get it right some people don't and really a lot of these developers that are stepping into vr for the first time because i have i've had my complaints too stuff like um the la noir vr case files how everything was like you know you press and it you press a button and it fades away and and then like you know instead of getting to actually climb like physically grab and climb stuff it was like you'd like hold on to like a pipe on the side of a building and you just teleport to the top yeah i have a problem with those features for sure and i understand those concerns but i think I, i feel like there's no other way for i think it's a it's a healthy way for vr to grow and evolve organically uh to to have these developers try new things take new risks you know there's stuff like hitman 3 that came out people were really upset about the the dual shock but i i think that that was a limitation of the hardware and i don't think that's going to be a problem this next gen coming up
2: i have a i have a theory that i'm kind of worried about uh Uh if true um the leak mentioned selective installs i actually mentioned this i commented this on one of the past game game casts uh if the if the selective install thing is true and the idea is that you could install only the VR or only the non-VR part of a game, uh, where that would make most sense is if you have a game that has VR as a bonus rather than uh, built into the core of the entire game. So if you had like, you know, a standard flat game with like a couple missions that happen to be in VR, because if you're going to do the whole game in VR, in addition to flat selective install doesn't really help at all at that point because you, you still have to download all the maps all the assets everything has to be the same the, the majority of the download is still there and selective install almost doesn't even matter and so my, what i'm wondering is like is sony doing selective install uh so they can encourage aaa devs to start adding vr to their games rather than building it natively alongside their games as like a transition like, hey, like, you know, like EA, like dip your toes in VR, like add some VR modes to your IPs and see how it does or see how it goes. Because you're still getting the sales from the flat game and you don't have to put as much work or time into doing the full game. And then selective install comes into play and actually works. Because if that's not true, if AAA studios are going to do fully fleshed out VR experiences of their flat games, like alongside them, then you're not going to be using selective install. And selective install is only really reserved for the few games that will do VR as a bonus. Well,
1: let me ask yeah. you this, because this is just me not knowing um, how game development works. Mm-hmm. And so my question to you is, if you if you had a game where you were first person walking around <laughs> and the flat screen mode you know, was just using the DualShock or DualSense and you looked at a drawer and you mm-hmm. hit X to open and the, then the drawer just automatically opened, or if you walk up to a ladder and you hit X and you just automatically climb the ladder, um, how much different is the game engine when you suddenly have two hands and you're reaching out and you're actually pulling that drawer open and taking out the thing that's inside of it, and then you walk up to a ladder and you have to climb it yourself, like how much different is the game coding? Would that have to be two separate engines, or would it, or is there something there that no. says, "Hey, the game is the game understands that you're in VR and it just changes up the interactions." Yeah,
2: you'd still have the exact same game, and then maybe you'd add like a few megabytes. Really, that would that would basically be like the motion the addition of motion controllers. Uh, all the inputs and the configs that you need for VR, the settings and things like that. And then the code for those interactions, like what happens when you press trigger and in VR, or you have to be hovering over a thing. And, and all like, like all these, lo- like all this code, the code side of it is super, super small in terms of you know, storage space. So that, that's what, that's why I was concerned. I was like the VR, like if you were gonna do Skyrim VR or Skyrim non-VR, but you were gonna sell it as one package, You wouldn't see like if you were to do selective install you wouldn't see much of a difference and so it gets tricky like that like the actual vr mechanics is not taking up a lot of space a lot of the space you're you're dedicating to textures and assets and the maps like a lot of dense data uh, not so much the code
0: yes i i understand the concerns because this is the thing i've heard this has been the whole debate around this so far and and i'd love to get alex insight into this as well but you know there's vr this this for this was the first gen of like mainstream vr in a way and and it's it we when it started it was very much in its infancy and there's a lot of stuff that we were just happy with we were content with being like oh this is just in vr stuff like um <clears throat> well let me just say stuff like Resident Evil Seven, which has more which has a little bit more than just thing but it doesn't have motion controls, right? It's got it's got a different head aiming system and stuff. I've always said that I love like games that are just get the get just VR on them, but I prefer motion controls. I prefer things with more interactiveness to them. And that's why while I love, love, love games like Resident Evil Seven and I wanna and I can't wait to play Resident Evil Village on PSVR 2 eventually. I really hope the difference is that it's not just in VR with a dual sense. I hope that it's using the orbs, that there's things you can actually go in and interact with, kind of like how they're doing with the uh, Resident Evil 4 uh, remake on the quest. Um, You know, that's my preference, of course. But I will sometimes if it just can't work or for whatever reason. um, We've seen a lot of that happen this gen where they couldn't do the full game, like Ace Combat 7 or or something, where they couldn't do the full game. It sucked that it wasn't the full game, but it was still amazing and immersive and and super fun to play. Um, But yeah, long long story short, I like VR modes and stuff, but I would absolutely, I think, what's gonna propel VR and use its full potential is adding that extra interactive stuff, like No Man's Sky is a great example. where where it has like all this stuff you know instead of pressing x to open the ship now you you pull on the door handle and stuff like that 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 little extra immersive gameplay is important to me
2: but shades of gray matter just just commented saying i could see selective install making a difference if there are different assets for each version so lower detail ones for vr and and they're right like if uh if a dev is able to put in a lot of work into doing you know different levels of detail for textures and for the meshes you could save a reasonable amount of space uh that's assuming that they put that effort in and i know triple aids you know devs will definitely go that extra mile uh i guess in that sense it's more of a worry for indies uh, but how much you're going to be able to save i mean it depends on the scope of the game and and, and what you have to
1: actually put into it True. Sure. I guess if you're talking about like a huge open world game, then suddenly yeah. that's the kind of game that you do want a selective install because if you do have two right. entirely se- separate sets of textures, this this thing that wouldn't wouldn't normally be that uh, that big of a deal, you wouldn't be saving that much space. Eventually, you say, oh shit, there's different textures for every single piece of everything in the environment? It's like chopping the game down, right, right, not in half, but close. Real quick, uh, Joey Betts uh, sent us five dollar tips at Sin Studio. Fire, 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 and then follow it up with a three dollars tip. It says, "What if AAA flat games did a VR twenty dollars upgrade? So if you were already buying your seventy dollars game, would you pay an extra twenty dollars to be able to play it in PSVR two? I mean, it depends on the game, right? I would have paid a hundred bucks, no problem, for Resident <coughs> Evil Seven um, because I've played that game over and over. It's one of my favorite games of all time in VR. Um, so." It depends it's on the a simple game. Simple answer, man.
0: It, yeah, it depends on the game. You have to look at what devs are currently doing with flat games from the PS4 to PS5 upgrade system. Some are doing a free upgrade. Some you have to do a deluxe edition. You have to have the deluxe edition to upgrade. Some are just doing like a separate purchase. That's how it's probably going to be. It's probably going to be all over the place. Um, there's, but you know, obviously the hybrid games are probably just going to be the sixty, you know, forty to seventy dollar games or whatever. <clears throat> Uh, and then just have like a VR option that you can play it in unless it's a standalone Mm -hmm. title. Right. Uh, So
1: something that, something that came to mind, uh, after ask, after asking Alec, if he'd be on the show today was, um, this is, this, this is, uh, I I hope you have a good answer for this Alec, because it's going to drive me crazy. Otherwise, um, I was thinking about studios like Vitruvius who made shadow legend and, you know, and Sin studio makes sense as well for this question. Um, And so they're making games that are really good VR games. But what would be, what would be stopping if if this, if this Sony initiative was saying, Hey, you know what? Hybrid games are the future. What would keep uh, these independent studios, the ones that are pushing VR forward from saying, Hey, you know, we're also going to launch this on the flat screen and we're going to take advantage of like what everyone else is doing. And we're going to make a bunch of money by selling our game on the flat screen. Right. Mm -hmm. Is that, it, it, and it would be way less fun, obviously, right? It's to to be like, oh, I'm gonna go pick up this steak and then throw it to the dog and just, but, but it's all just tapping Press the X button, button yeah. right? But it, it would reach a larger market and they'd, make, they'd probably make a whole lot more money. Uh, so <coughs> what would you ever consider doing that uh, as Sin Studio? We
2: have considered doing that. Uh, the new project that we're working on, uh, the it has a name now, which, you guys, you know, we'll find out soon, but the, the code name for it was hybrid because originally that was the idea. This was before, you know, the leak or any of that. So, mm. and of course, in like the first instinct is there's a financial incentive for Indies to do that because the flat market's just so much bigger. Um, but assuming most indie studios in VR right now are relatively small, they have to be able to design a good game for VR and for non VR and then build it out to whatever scope that they had planned out to work well in both cases. And then when they do that and they release it, if it's a great VR game, but not a great flat game, but they're one game, uh, they're probably going to get more downloads from flat players and their rating is going to get mostly influenced by flat players. So even if it's a great VR game, people who are going in to want to buy it for the VR, Section we'll still see one rating that flat gamers predominantly left behind, Mm -hmm. and so you have to be able to actually design a really good flat game and execute it, and design a really good VR game and execute it. And I just don't think that most indie devs in the VR space can, uh, at least on a scope that can compete with other flat games, because like I I remember I, I I've heard it before. I don't remember from who. Somebody saying, "Why don't you make Swordsman a flat game?" And that would be a terrible, terrible idea. Like nobody was gonna want to play that. Nobody's gonna want to sit in an arena, killing enemies, with just by mashing buttons. Uh, it's just too small of a scope. And so, I don't think indie devs, for the most part, can compete in the flat market. Uh, it's it's a big risk.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. A little, it's a little crazy when we think of games like Saints and Sinners. We go, wow, oh, it's a fucking amazing game, and you know, I played the crap out of it and platinum it, and couldn't get enough of it. Um, and then mm. I kind of, and then I try to picture it on a flat screen and go suddenly playing it on a flat screen, it becomes the world's most average game, but playing, right. It you might as
2: well VR. take Dying Light or something. Yeah. Right.
1: Absolutely. Uh, some, so many better options. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I actually, I would take Dead Island in VR. If anybody out there is listening, anybody nobody
0: yeah i'm sure there are some examples but it's going to be few and far between quite frankly from what i've seen yeah i mean just like alex said a lot of games that i've seen that have they they launched as a vr game and then and then had a flat version become available i can count on maybe one hand uh not even using all my fingers how many actually looked good on flat and i think like the only one that comes to mind is like maybe the persistence and um you know that's kind of like a standard first person shooter kind of deal. So it translates well. Um, But yeah, you take the VR out of a lot of these things and, and I feel like you kill uh, what makes it special in the first place. Um, Meanwhile, I think you can take a a lot of flat games and I think more have a chance, have a better chance of being enhanced with VR versus vice versa.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's probably a lot of, just average flat games that would be amazing in vr so that effect of why indies might be hesitant to do uh, flat hybrids uh is like the opposite for for indie flat devs like for them it's like it could only i mean assuming the game the concept could work in vr well and they can execute it like it's just it's like the opposite incentive where there's almost no reason not to try and get into vr at that point
0: so especially early on this first gen this i i would 100 percent agree what about the ps5 what about what what with with the ps5 how many of these first gen vr limitations are eliminated do you think are potentially going to be eliminated
2: uh the biggest thing um is the weight that's being lifted off the gpu Um, like even something like swordsman the, the arenas are pretty small by design. Uh, like, we wanted to try and get detail in there, but it's not about scope because we just couldn't uh, really render more than that. Like, you have a certain amount of draw calls that you could do. Uh, the triangle count in the entire scene has to be below a certain amount. So, like, you, you're limited by how much work you can make the GPU do. And depending on what your idea is, like, if you want to do a big scope project, like you want to do open world or, uh, or anything like that like you're, you're you're very severely limited by the gpu and so now uh with fsr and foveated rendering a lot of weight is being lifted off the gpu to do the same amount or to, to output the same results that we're outputting now and so all of this extra power is now available uh and that's not even including the possibility of you know epic games making nanite work with vr in unreal engine 5 uh, to just keep Allowing this sort of uh, performance ceiling to go higher like there's there's so much potential for bigger games and it's almost like it's there's not gonna be even an excuse at that point for uh, for devs to be constrained within the limitations that we see now. like a lot of the projects that we see are small or short. Uh, and that's up by part because of the limitations. and so now we'll have a lot more freedom uh, where even indie devs could do open world games, if they know how to utilize that technology. So, but then imagine what AAA studios could do, which is actually the, obviously I'm excited to to have a lot of those, you know, limitations lifted, but I'm wondering, like, imagine what AAA studios could do with all that power. Like that's kind of what they would want and need to execute their ideas on that scope, uh, which is probably why Sony is so confident pushing that narrative of, we're going to do AAA hybrids. If that's true, uh, because they can now, right? It's, it's, a, yeah. it's a big leap.
0: Yeah, we had we had a big a uh, lot of excuses last gen of like, oh, it could it, it could run on the Pro, but it couldn't run on a base PS4. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, lots of stuff was cut, content or whatnot. So yeah, it you you were referencing the uh, the Epic Games or I don't know if it was Epic Games, but it was like that Unreal Five showcase. That was like one of the first things we saw that tech demo from um from was that presented by epic games or was that presented by okay okay i thought so yeah the and the triangles the billions Mm. and gazillion triangles so many triangles yeah
2: that part i mean it doesn't work yet in vr Mm. uh, in the preview version of unreal 5 um, but they they will most likely have it be functional when unreal 5 releases officially next year
1: nice this is this is a question that i asked um uh, gamer Chick uh, Tiff from Skydance in voice chat recently and uh, and I always feel like it's very confrontational when I ask developers this question but like I still need to ask um, so take it in the way it's meant to be taken please um, okay. <laughs> and that's like there's does this does this whole hybrid AAA thing, we were trying to make it easy on uh, AAA developers to get their big games into VR, and suddenly the space that was sort of dominated by indie studios, like we like, said, you guys have been the stars of the show for the last five years because you've been carrying the torch. There hasn't been much competition from the big boys, right? So you get right. you get more of a spotlight if you release Swordsman in VR. More people are going to pay attention to it than if you will release it mm-hmm. on a flat screen because you just be lost in a sea of indies.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Does this does this whole hybrid VR initiative thing with, like, with AAA developers getting their games easily into VR, is that a little scary to be like, oh shit, next gen is gonna be so much more competition?
2: Yeah, it is scary. Like right now you could release something like Swordsman and then it's kind of like a standard of where it's it's like it it can be a go to for sword fighting for example like some people will prefer it over something like gorn where it's more arcadia or whatever like there's that room to to find a home and to be like okay we're, we're here and people play it and, and want to play it and whatever uh but when you start getting games that are triple a like if you had a triple a physics-based sword fighting game uh like like even something like chivalry 2 or something uh it would be a lot harder and, and i think at that point we'd almost be forced to clump up into niches that indie games tend to do like be more experimental be more edgy try to break the rules and see how you can get attention that way and Mm -hmm. like the way in which you can reach people starts to change you don't you can't just put a game out and be like hey we're a realistic sword fighting game like when you have triple a games like that that means nothing
0: Um,
2: so in that way it's, it's very scary but like i said earlier having AAA studios involved increasing the market size also very good and one thing that I guess I, I, is comforting is to know that we've at least and I, I'm speaking just for us since uh, studio, but we've been in it at least long enough that when the triple A studios come in, we're not completely uh, oblivious to what's going on and how to do this. I mean, obviously, we're still learning and, and and VR in itself is still relatively young, but it feels a little bit better knowing that we've we've gotten some games out and we we can kind of anticipate what we can do and, and and we're not, you know, jumping. Like right now, if we were going to do uh, an indie flat game for Steam or something, like what it would take for it to be successful is 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 a lot higher. And it's true for any indie, uh, indie devs coming into the industry now, into the flat industry. Like they're going up against giants who have been doing this for decades, who have made every mistake possible. Uh, it just feels a little better knowing that we're making those mistakes now before they, it's like getting a head start. It's before they could get in able to make those
1: mistakes right it's good to hear uh because i mean one of the things we've been saying forever is that um you know it's it's been great watching studios like sin studio like uh, End dreams Mm -hmm. um like vitruvius (laughs) the one i keep going back to it's great to see them starting off as you know a couple people making games and then gradually growing into you know bigger indie studios or you know single a studios Um, Wait, I mean, for the longest time, you were the only person at Sin Studio, right?
2: Yeah, for the first three games, it was mostly just me.
1: And how many people are working there now?
2: Now we're seven full-time, and there's a bunch of people, contractors, that come and go on an as-needed basis.
1: That's insane.
2: It's huge, dude. Every day I wake up, I'm like, this can't be happening. I don't know (laughs) what's going
1: on. No, i'm waiting for i'm waiting it's to hire crazy. aj over here i'm just waiting to hire my second person man like that'll be the <laughs> biggest day in without parole histories when i can finally do that patreon.com slash without parole games guys come and make it happen <laughs> um but no that's we're we're so proud of of you know of, of your studio and where you where you came from and, and where you're going um and, and that's why you're going to reveal your next game right now on the show right <laughs> i know i know you we already did. it's I, called I, hybrid brian i, I know I'm that you like to talk about shit. i feel like if i just twist your armor a little bit you'll be like all right i'll just do it now
2: <laughs> i told you it's called hybrid
0: <laughs> yeah what more do you want
2: <laughs> no no you know what's funny i uh, this happens every time i sort of <laughs> uh, somebody i was doing a live stream a while back and somebody saw that uh, I, I saw a folder on my desktop or not my desktop in one of my folders called hybrid project hybrid or something Wait, did I mention this to you guys already? I feel like I already mentioned this. I
0: don't think. So. No, nope, I don't. Somebody think
2: so. saw saw that on a live stream and uh, called it, called me out on it, and I was like, "Oh, that's just a prototype project that we make swordsman mechanics in before they make it into the real project." But really, that whole time it was the new game. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, but so, but on a real note, though, we we do have some some interesting uh, news on that coming coming very soon, and
1: nice. A lot of people will probably see it for the first time on your show so it's pretty exciting i'm looking forward uh the small amount that i know about it has me excited so i can't wait to uh <laughs> see an official reveal mri gamer with the five dollar tips is hey alec always love when you're on the show excited for the physical release of the limited run games uh edition of swordsman can we get a tease of the cover art if you can
2: so we actually just got uh, the templates and stuff for that so we're working on that now uh we will show everybody what it looks like and we're also now working on what's actually going to come with it so instead of just doing oh it's, it's a you know limited uh run physical collector's edition we want to add something in the game that you can only get through I, that I, now the downside is you have to open it and put the cd in the gonna
1: disc, happen. but it's just gonna sit on my shelf yeah. sealed i'll never get what <laughs> it is like, i will never open yep. it no <laughs> yeah no, it I, still I'm, adds to it i guess in a way I'm gonna be first in line, man. Like the I, I collect very few things these days, but uh, but PSVR games on limited run and uh, in games from Play Asia. That's pretty much the only thing I collect anymore. Uh, look, we get another tip in the chat from Sin Studio. What are you doing? Man? Oh, what's up, <laughs> Sin? With the, Shout out to Sin Studio with the Canadian <laughs> uh, Monopoly money ten dollar tip says hashtag hire AJ. Uh, thanks, man. Oh, <laughs> Appreciate
2: There's it. There's somebody. The game cats out of the glue bag or... Yeah says 10 bucks to hire aj question mark oh, well, <laughs>
0: man well oh man really you got to be competitive man you got to have competitive prices
1: in order to succeed uh, <laughs> i've got a chart on my wall what ten dollars gets me from aj and i'll tell you it's not it's not nearly as much as i need dave, right now
0: Dave station was dave station was fifteen dollars so i had to lower the price a little bit yeah but yeah. He, he's so sloppy <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry Miles Dyer with the nine quid says all the love uh, for the PSVR without parole community all the love right back to you Miles Dyer uh, who made a <laughs> I, I believe his debut on, uh, on Friday's show yeah Friday's show thank you Miles oh, nice for filling time. in uh, guys, we a, I think we had a few more PSVR 2 topics to cover um, before, we, before we move on to 20 questions. And uh, we do have a, uh, a viewer takeover question from Donnie at the GameCat over on Discord. Writes, hashtag viewer takeover. If PSVR 2 comes out as late as Q3 2022. Now he says as late as. Meanwhile, I'm like, that sounds reasonable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you believe we will have PSVR 1 games up until PSVR 2 and beyond? Or are we going to get a long dry spell?
0: Oh, that's a good question. That's yeah, tough, that's yeah. Yeah, because this year has already been, I mean, this summer has been fantastic. But leading up to this summer was kind of brutal because there was, like, nothing. Um, a lot of, we relied on a lot of games getting updates. Um, you know, we had some that were, like, Hitman 3 and Doom 3 were, were big hitters. A couple small good indie ones, like like 1976, uh, Alvo. Um but in, but there were so long stretches in between, and I think this is why, this is why the AAA approach works. Because when, like, as much as I love indie indie games and stuff, you, I think when you get people's attention is by having name brand recognition and other things like that, and that gets people. And then people come into VR, and then they say, well, you know that that was cool, but that was just. VR tacked on and they go well look at this this swordsman isn't a dual shock controller I can actually use the moves and I get to physically punch people throw them up in the air in slow motion and let them land on my sword um and like so I think I think it's a great introduction um but man to answer the question I hope so. (laughs) I hope there are games because the games are the one thing that that is working really well right now. But that's still the problem is they're not selling more headsets and they need to me. They need a solution to continue selling headsets. And I just don't feel like it's I feel like all their focus is going to be on PSVR 2 in the meantime. So. I just don't know i after after january once after december thirty first i I big question mark no idea
2: I wouldn't do it yeah uh, i mean uh, even when p s v r two comes out any devs that are releasing games even like in the first six months after that, I think it would be smart to have if possible backwards compatibility, but yeah, releasing on p s four right before launch or even in the four or five six months leading up to it would be uh,
0: It's like a death sentence. I think right now, right now, you're not going to get sales. Like, you got so lucky getting Swordsman out when you did because Mm. I feel like that was the last big, like, flow. That was like the last big, uh, like, boost of headset sales um, when, when like, Saints and Sinners, Vader Immortal, a lot of these big, big, uh, huge titles came out uh, and did a lot. And, and you saw a lot of success in that time as well. Um, Yeah. But, You know, even like Fract, even Arashi, even some of these bigger games that have come out in recent time, I don't feel like they're getting their full, um, the the platform is getting weaker. You know, the games are strong, are, are really strong right now, but it needs a strong platform for the developers to get the most profits. I mean, if you look at like sales on the Quest, I'm sure it's something like five times as much as, what what you get on a psvr release right now and i hate to say that but it's just you know people have been ready for for next gen vr uh with psvr for a long time that's what the mainstream is waiting for and when it happens they i think sony's gonna go huge with it um personally i don't think there's maybe gonna be a lot of releases leading up to then maybe some big ones maybe one or two big ones mostly small ones but i think psvr2 is gonna have a huge huge launch
1: yeah, I mean, I definitely think PSVR two is going to have a huge launch. I, you know, to the detriment of people buying a PlayStation VR headset right now, uh, I feel I feel bad by for saying this, but I kind of think that if you if you're planning on having your game come out anytime from now until the time PSVR two launches, either just move your project over there and get ready for an awesome launch, uh, or as Alex said, be ready to have you a post. PSVR two version ready. Um, I I. I, I, I think that, sorry, good. I just don't think anything other than huge name like titles, like things, things with recognizable IPs attached to them are seeing huge sales anymore. You know, I, I, would, I could probably list a bunch of titles in my head that I think probably sold well, but I don't have any facts to back that up. And then a bunch of games that should have sold well that I know didn't <laughs> because cause I have the facts to back that up. Um, and so, it, it, but if you're buying a PlayStation VR headset right now, Um, you have five years of games to get caught up on. So I don't feel all that bad for you if you're just jumping in now. You know, yeah, the new games aren't going to come out, but you have five years of amazing games to get caught up on at a super discounted price because there's always sales uh, going on in the PlayStation Store. So I don't
0: feel too bad about all that. No, we're huge. You have the best library at the cheapest price right now. So the headset still has tons of value. I just feel bad for developers that are releasing like, Large scope games right now, um, but I I know that some I know that some of them are doing okay as well. Like like there's some life. I just the problem that I see is that when it comes to like the marketing and stuff, it is up to the developers to market. You know, I like does really well keeping his game. Uh, in in the in the top 10 downloads every month and i really believe a lot a lot of that has to do because he's updating the game and doing these huge updates and it brings more visibility and and you know he he's made this strong community around swordsman he's got a big community behind it so not every dev you know if devs think that they can just push out a game and have a youtube trailer on the playstation site that that's going to sell their game that's not going to be enough i know that for a no. fact
2: the interesting thing is like we're in a weird position with swordsman like it's been on the top 10 most months since it came out and we've seen the typical trajectory of a game's life cycle but slightly different because we're constantly pushing updates out and because we've been in that sort of top 10 range it like i can i can infer what anybody who's not on it is making or, or how much revenue they're generating uh and, and just like trying to figure out, like, there's some big games that aren't on that list yeah. who have more employees than we do. And it's like, it's kind of scary at this point that what it means to be in the top 10 isn't what it would have meant even a year ago.
0: Right. Uh,
2: so, it, yeah, if somebody's putting on a game and they're just, they just assume that, you know, that whole mentality of if you build it, they'll come. They don't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they don't know where to go. Why would they come? Right. It, it, it's tough. And on top of that, even if you market it, it has to be marketable. Like some games, it depends what they're, what, what the concept is. And
1: yeah, it's yeah. rough, man. As much as I love Trey Boucher, um, it's like I I don't know how you can spend years and years and years of your life making a game like wins and leaves and go, yeah, this is going to be sustainable. Like not yeah. uh, on a platform that doesn't have that many users, uh, you need to kind of focus on stuff that's going to be a little bit bigger. Um, so it's it makes me sad to see somebody that's doing stuff that I love. I love like super independent, super artistic titles, and I see them being like, I I I don't know about the sales, but I know based on the number of people who have watched my review, um, which is almost nobody, um, that it's uh, it's not it can't. There's no way in hell it's doing well. Um, somebody somebody commented on PSVR this week and said, I've never heard of Arashi until today. I was like, wait, where have you been for the last three weeks? Like it's not (laughs) even, so even things like that are way more mainstream, like Arashi or, or should be way more mainstream, aren't getting the attention that they need. Yeah.
0: Well, here's the good news guys, is that a lot of these developers, uh, especially the ones creating games right now, there's no way in hell, unless it's like a really unique case there's no way in hell a lot of these games aren't going to get a PSVR 2 version. I firmly believe, you know, what was it, June of 2020, something like that, June or August of 2020, um, every game had to be compatible and be able to run on PS5 moving forward. And that's why we saw a lot of games just randomly disappear from the store and things like that. But... Um, but yeah, I think these, a lot of these games will get a second chance. I think it's good, like, like Alex said, the best thing you can do right now if you have a game is to release it and then, and then already start working on your, your PSVR 2 version and, and get the game, use that extra time to, to get the game fully optimized, Like you know, let it reach its full potential with the support of the PS5 hardware and PSVR 2 uh, hardware.
2: It's kind of tough though because th- these guys, like, even when like when PSVR 2 releases, there's gonna be a, a lot of presumably games. A, a lot of a nice lineup of launch yeah. games, launch titles, yeah. tri- first party titles, all kinds of nice stuff, and that's huge. Like, consoles gonna be amazing at that point. Uh, but devs that are making games now for release on PSVR 1 with a PSVR 2 port, or even a PSVR 2 specific launch with backwards compatibility or whatever the case should account for the standard being much higher because like, it's going to be so easy to get lost if you're dealing with, you know, first party titles or, or, or titles that maybe like studios, like Servios have been working on for like a year or two specifically for that hardware. Uh, It's going to be hard. Like you're going to, they might get overshadowed by, by big titles if they release, roughly at the same time which ironically happens to be the best time uh right as the console launches so it's yeah it's gonna be for developers it's gonna be a really wild ride for for everybody else it's gonna be amazing
0: yeah I think I think for that I think you're right it's gonna be tougher because you're gonna have a lot of system selling triple-a games and stuff that are gonna be launching with it but I still think whether you benefit I think I think whether you benefit in the beginning or or later on down the line there's going to be way more headsets sold, way more active yeah. player base and that's the that's the thing that's killing the the first headset right now is the active user base is mm-hmm. is dwindling like compared to what it used to be and and I think the more active Uh, stronger active player base you have the better chance you have for more people picking up especially like let's say you do get overshadowed at launch well when your game goes on sale again and people see it uh you know then that's another chance for people to 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 look into it again um you know brian using his little like views and stuff as a barometer how many like i'm sure you see a big boost in views every time a game is on sale sometimes
1: depends on the game like again wins
0: depends and leaves i don't
1: i i could say that game's gonna go <laughs> on sale for seven dollars and and that review is still gonna see nothing because yeah. unfortunately a title called wins and leaves it just doesn't have that appeal um but
0: you're right well, you're right it, like I said, it's marketable too you know
1: right absolutely um guys real quick we got two tips to take care of uh et.2k9.now et ten dollar tip says I'm excited to see dev tools evolving to the point where it levels the playing field hopefully documentation and techniques and skill sharing continues uh, or increases so games keep getting better Let me send a little heart over to Alec um, does, is this so I know when PSVR first launched I think this is what he's referencing especially uh, people like chandana Ekenayake, um, over Outer loop games is always is always referring to um, how how Sony's got like this you know stable of of PSVR developers that all work together like they, they help each other out um, and I I don't know if that's something you've experienced Alec um, you weren't really there were you the, no you weren't really there at launch right because Wraith came out a little bit no, later than no. that have you ever experienced was, any of this
2: no that's weird that you even say that I have no idea like the the console process we had to like figure out from scratch and every conceivable problem we ran into uh, there was like no place to really go you can't just google the solution Uh, all that stuff's proprietary there's like forums obviously and and support threads but in those cases you're waiting for responses like official responses and uh, it it wasn't very smooth so that's interesting i I had no idea but i mean in terms of what the tip also said like just the amount of tools that we have now that where it doesn't even matter that you're an indie dev, you, you can compete to some extent, depending on what you're, h- how you, you know scope your game with bigger titles. And a good example is like, or at least I know this isn't necessarily a quality uh, issue, but uh, like if you look at Swordsman and consider, okay, well, it's in the top 10 downloads uh, consistently, and then what games uh, that are bigger aren't. And so what does that say? About the contrast between what indie devs could do and what AAA devs could do, uh, like Vader Immortal, for example. If if Vader Immortal isn't on the top ten, but Swordsman is, it doesn't necessarily mean that Swordsman's better. Right. But it's nice to see that
1: it's possible for indie devs to to keep up in that way. Yeah. yeah. Some things are just a, a mystery altogether. Drunken Barfight fight yeah. is always there. <laughs> so
0: there's that. <laughs> not, yeah. not not to talk trash about drunken bar fight, but and for the record yeah i would take i would take you know there was I, I referenced like you know there was a debate about should AAA non-vr devs get into the vr space and and th- that that is when you mentioned some of these games like it makes me realize yes like i would take a hundred uh i would take one ace combat seven seven limited vr mode over a thousand space explorer vrs any mm day i don't um, think anybody's I think, against you on that <laughs> Space well was trash. some people are you'd be uh you'd be surprised i think the worst AAA vr game uh is probably still going to be better than the the worst indie game uh vr game i mean because it's just the but but it's still you know that's a little off topic that's a little referring back to earlier but i had to get that out there okay uh, before it was too late
1: we also got Dutch DJ with the 10 euros. Didn't say anything, but thank you so much for supporting the channel. Um, name's not familiar, so
0: welcome to uh, the channel if you're new. That's my dude, man. What up, Dutch DJ? Maybe it's your dude. Now we can afford AJ. That's my dude. Yeah. Well, thanks for I'll bringing bring dude he, over he's, to he's the show. He's from the man.
1: underground, yo. <laughs> yeah, well, I, luckily, I've got a hose over here. We can hose him off and clean him up and, uh, and make him presentable with the rest of the cats. <laughs> Anybody who comes from the underground, get in line. I got a hose. Uh, we also got... Oh man, so so sorry about the thumbnails you've had to endure up over, up until now, uh Dutch DJ. Uh tax refund the Decalogue defines right and wrong game cat right over the $5 tip. It says, "Sorry Brian." And then quotes, "Here's to my sweet Satan. I want to live it backwards like the Zepp whose power is Satan. He will give those with him 666." And then sends uh, I mean with, with, along with the satanic message, sends some love to uh to Alec. Yes. <laughs> I'm okay with the satanic message, man. I'm I'm, I'm always bouncing back and forth religious uh, with religions and shit. It's like I'm exploring every possibility. So
0: who knows, man, maybe you're pointing me in the right direction. Which I told crazy. somebody Resident Evil seven is your religion the other day.
1: Yeah, man. Resident Evil seven can do no wrong. I'm, I'm in the cult. Guys, this has been a great discussion on PSVR too. And uh, and, and I loved I loved every second of it. But we end every show with a game of 20 questions. Uh, now, Alec, I, I know you develop VR games. You develop PlayStation VR games, which means you probably don't have time to play a ton of PlayStation VR games. Have you been playing anything recently?
2: Uh, Yes, but I can't. Well, ironically, yes. Twist but his arm. Usually... He'll
0: tell us. He'll tell us. Both, both Brian and I perked up a little bit when he said that. <laughs>
2: no, no. You, usually it's... Uh, I try to play as much... If, I try to play as much games that will for research like uh and I, I can't even say much because then you guys will be able to deduce what we're working right on. uh Thanks. but yeah no i i in regards to how well fair in this in this
1: game i don't know all right uh, you might have to carry the team
0: you've been playing dream borders
1: and dreams i understand <laughs> yeah get a couple more tips here before we start the game uh scott future past scott jesco psn harry fella psvr GameCap for life with the five quid says last night of my holiday so here's some pizza money uh or, i'm sorry pizza quid <laughs> oh yeah and fract is
0: amazing i got my t-shirt on uh scott jesco is the best alvo player that has never played alvo just for the record is that a, is that a thing yeah yeah it's a totally uh, thing
1: practice amazing you. i got ninth in the world on a track on synth riders it was easy but yay okay well congratulations man it's like nice. small steps i remember like making progress in uh, in beat saber that was huge for me <laughs> we got Niles ryan the game feline with a five dollar tip ranger says i swear i'm gonna get arashi and wins and leaves just as soon as i can stop playing dirt rally vr it's so good uh agreed agreed i had my yeah. time with dirt rally That's and it weird. was so good uh probably need to get back to that at some point um oh shit! apparently i missed a i missed a donation uh thank you jay meow for for shooting me text during the stream uh
0: wait no uh no jay, I, I, I see one from snafu for five dollars that says so i started playing cyberpunk 2077 thumbs up mm-hmm. thumbs up and my overwhelming feeling is that i'm i'm playing i'm only playing a preview for an amazing vr game mm-hmm. frustrating thoughts i think cyber Punk 2077, depending on how they support the game moving forward, um, nine times out of ten, most games typically abandon their game after it fails. But every now and then you have... I think, I think they would have to pull a, a Hello Games like how they did with No Man's Sky and, and really revamp the game, do a lot of work to it, finish it, You know, deliver the thing that they originally promised. And if they do that and the game comes back to life... Then they will absolutely add a vr mode but it all depends on whether they follow through with that or not
1: i feel like that's a game where you could just like slap it into vr and get make sure the bugs don't uh don't ruin the game and you'd be like fine it's good enough and be like fuck, man this is one of yeah. the best vr games we've ever played <laughs> it's like fucking awesome uh we also got zachary croissant with five dollar tip didn't say anything but man that's a that's a nice looking croissant thank you so <laughs> much looking tasty there Zach. looking tasty all right guys we gotta get we gotta get this uh this game of 20 questions started <laughs> uh yeah this one's gonna be hard for
0: Alec it's gonna be hard for everyone but wait maybe, wait wait uh, wait <laughs> no it's gonna be hard for Alec Why, why'd you turn on oh, hard no, mode? Like, when I Alec's seriously doubt, doubt that he has played this or knows what it is but we'll we'll try
1: I, I, I can't believe you didn't custom- I watch your guys channels maybe I've seen it. <laughs> this is okay all right I'm gonna really need everybody's help we're we're gonna really need everyone's help in the chat then uh, make sure oh but look at that dude Sin studio dropping swordsman keys in the chat look at you multitasking Um, (laughs) uh, so yeah, guys, make sure if you, if you haven't played this game before, I mean, it's 20 questions. We have 20 yes or no questions, figure out what PlayStation VR game AJ is thinking about. Uh, and that's kind of it. We've got six minutes up on the clock Mm. on your market, set, go, Alec, you want to kick off the questions?
2: I had a few, uh, that I came up with earlier. You You start though. Let me let me try and figure out a good one. Yeah, you start.
1: (laughs) Does it have aim support? No. No aim.
2: Mm. Did it release in the last year?
0: No. Okay.
1: Not twenty twenty. Um. Can you also play it on the flat screen? No. Okay, not
0: a hybrid game. Not a PSVR two game. No, that is correct.
2: Does it have any multiplayer, including co op?
0: It does not have any multiplayer. All right, now you're speaking my language. Hmm. Right.
1: Um, would you call this a narrative driven game? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, wow, it's probably like a could be a. We'll down, should we
0: narrow down the uh, the genre, Alec? for the record, I've done swordsman before, guys. So that was that. Yeah, was I was one just thinking. Games, I was so. like, "What <laughs> do you pull one of that one of those right now?" Because right. I'm not
1: thinking about those games. I, I hope it's a Sin Studio game. I really do. I I'm, I'm, I, I don't I, think so. I mean, so it, I lim- we eliminated uh, Perfect Sniper because it's super narrative driven. Uh, but so we could we could be on. It can't be Warzone because that has aim support. Uh, but so does Ray. Ray also does, yeah. Oh, man, we've
0: eliminated almost everything. I wouldn't make it that easy. Come on. <laughs> Unless he's
2: doing Swordsman again.
0: <laughs> no, it's not Swordsman again, I promise.
1: <laughs> let's, let's narrow down the genre. What, what, what can we figure out? Is it a wave shooter? Not a wave shooter. Damn. Actually, that's good. There's too many wave shooters. It'd be hard to figure out. Hold
2: on. It, uh, this is kind of a dumb question. Is it Shit, an indie Brian game? ID.
1: Uh, it is an indie game. Are you keeping track, Brian? Am I keeping track of the one thing that you're supposed to be keeping track of—the number of questions? <laughs> we're, we're number eight now. We're Three, number four, eight five, now. six. Yeah, that was the seventh question, so this will be eight. Yeah. Okay. And so it is an indie game. That's what we figured out. Yes, yeah, yeah, so yeah, absolutely indie an indie game. Shout out to Dragon Guy, seventy-six with the two-dollar tip. Um, no message, just a cute emoji. So thank you. Um, okay. Well,
2: okay, but he said I'm not going to get it, which is a hint on its own. It's probably some like obscure. Aj's Aj's terrible, title. man.
1: He he's trying to throw us off the scent. It's probably super easy, and he's just trying to throw us off. Sword
2: swordsman, He would <laughs> he wouldn't
1: do that to you. Like then everybody would be like, "Wow, Aj's such a dick," and like he wouldn't risk his. No, reputation. but he wants to win, right? That's. I don't know, man. I don't know what it's would you no risk aim. to win.
0: That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I just so picked a... a game. It's the it's the name of the game. Okay. You're supposed I, to pick one. I just I, one. Has this developer <laughs> made more than one PSVR game? Uh no.
1: Okay, so solo game i haven't even gotten the controller yet Mm -hmm. well it's not aim so so we don't care
2: (laughs) does it have smooth or free locomotion can you move in the game uh by controlling where you're going and Uh, it's not like a rails thing or a stationary thing
0: uh i would say no like you mean like does it have like full locomotion or something
2: well that or teleportation can you decide yeah. where to go freely
0: um mm, sort of not really <laughs>
2: okay okay so you probably navigate like maybe node, to node maybe right one section at a time yeah node to node or
0: something right. no it's not node it's not teleport it's not full locomotion but you kind of but there is, there is but, a little it, rails little movement. don't count it, oh, it, it kind of is rails yeah i would say kind of rails
1: kind of oh, rails.
0: All right, so everybody, yeah. that's because that, you were specifically asking that. So it's kind of like rails.
1: Hmm. That eliminates a ton of stuff.
2: Kind know. of like rails though. He's yeah. that's, a, that's a weird weird answer.
0: Right. <laughs> kind um, of like rails. Wait. That that was number 9.
2: Do you think it could be like a third person game and he's saying kind of like rails because the camera movement isn't something you control but it kind of follows the character?
1: No. No, I think I think you're getting way too deep into it.
2: Yeah, I'm overthinking
1: it. Yeah, for sure. Um Yeah, this is this, I'm, I'm, ooh. Uh, okay, so is this um we said it's not a wave shooter. Is it is it
0: a shooter? No, not a shooter, that's number ten. Alright, that's big oh, two. It could be.
2: Is it a does it have puzzles?
0: Uh there's no puzzles
1: in this. Oh wow. No puzzles, not narrative-driven. It's not a shooter. Um,
2: Wait, if you're not solving puzzles or shooting, what
0: else could you be doing? You could be... Is it a rhythm game? Um, No, not... But it, it kind of falls into that category a little bit, but no, not really. I mean, in, in a way, yes, in a way, no.
1: What?
0: yeah i don't know um so kind of <laughs> rhythm but not really I, w- I would say i would say no it's not a rhythm game no okay that, i
1: mean that eliminates a ton because that i mean res infinite is obviously rhythm pistol whip obviously rhythm they said kind of a rhythm game
0: yeah. i would say no technically by like by the book no it's not a rhythm game
1: but you can do something with rhythm
0: in it we have 10 seconds left
1: uh, oh my God! It's not a shooter. Um, is
0: it a platformer? It's not a platformer. Oh, he hesitated. It's <laughs> not a platformer. <laughs> okay,
1: we 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 just ran we just ran out of time, so we officially died. Oh man! Uh, we mm-hmm. we lost got, the game.
0: You got a couple questions left. I, I'll I'll let you get a couple. I've I've seen it in the chat. I've seen somebody say oh, it already. Okay. And I've seen some more hints around
1: it. Well, I mean. I really I, I wanted to go towards something like until you fall, but that can't be it based on the answers you've given us, um, which would which would make sense with the with the uh, oh, electronaut has no locomotion,
0: so that doesn't help us either. Electronauts I think is more as kind of a rhythm game, yeah, definitely. For sure.
2: Okay, wait, is it a good game?
0: I think it's good. <laughs> mm. I think it is a good game. Yeah. Thirteen. I've seen it in the chat, but uh Yeah, man. You not <laughs> I don't know what else yeah, to say. I'm
1: I'm okay losing. We ran out of time. We we I, All right. I feel like I did my best. It
0: is, as Nick Ulo has said a million times in the chat. It is Vertigo Home. It's not a toy. <laughs> do, 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 do. Okay. Vertigo home is the name of the game. I knew that'd be a tough one. Um I was uh, you know, you abandoned the genres and stuff pretty quick <laughs> uh, oh, i guess yeah. uh, not a genres you abandoned the controllers and i was gonna give you a hint and and say you know it kind of uses the dual shock but not really and i was hoping that you'd maybe get to like the head movement yeah. it's 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 a game alec i don't know if i answered this properly but it's a game where you tilt your head left and right to steer and it's like on rails and right it's like right. A, it's like a trippy experience yeah. No,
2: yeah. If you said yes, it would have confused me
0: more. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I
1: was gonna. I honestly, uh, I probably wouldn't get it in Vertigo Home no matter what questions we asked. To be honest with you, um, I've never heard of it. Unless we said it was my it,
0: first. It was the first review I ever did for PSVR without Parole. <laughs>
1: it, it was. It was where you lost all credibility from day one.
0: <laughs> hey, um, some people like that game. No, yes, you did. Who uh, drew <laughs> uh, the Underground Game Cat in the chat? Says I love Vertigo Home. There you go.
1: Yeah, I'm biased. There's one. Zachary Croissant with the $2 tip says, Sin, explain romantic scissors to everyone.
2: Oh, yeah, I, I knew that was red. Uh, I think I have explained this before, but I, I will explain it. Um, when I was making the thumbnail for the official gameplay trailer for Swordsman, I was doing it on a live stream. And so I was like posing the two guys and trying to make it look badass. But. And, and the picture, for anybody who remembers, it's like two guys with swords clashing in the middle of the screen, like in an X. But the original pose that I was kind of like trying to get it, get them into, somebody screenshotted it when it was like half done, and it looked really romantic. <laughs> um, and and that's that kind of blew up into a meme.
1: Nice. Uh, we also got MRI Gamer with the $5 tip says, how about any info on the Swordsman Halloween event, or at least pimp it before you go?
0: Ooh.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely gonna do something for Halloween. Uh, Yes, we're still kind of figuring it out. It's most likely going to be uh, a boss fight with a new boss weapon uh, and maybe some other items. I
0: I love the last one. You had you decorated the the lobby and you had the Mm -hmm. that was the cursed axe uh, update and yeah, that was uh, that was awesome. That was a lot of fun. I think you introduced zombies around that time too, We did Horde,
2: yeah. It was a little bit late. I think we hit it just after Halloween. Oh. Uh, But, I mean, the idea now is, like, whenever we do factions or uh, boss fights like this, uh, where they get their own map to kind of throw away what we've done or throw away what we did at the beginning and uh, add something interesting there. Like, in Claws, the environment was falling apart. Maybe we could add verticality or uh, some interesting new Mm -hmm. things so that it's not just a reskin and this was actually something that you guys were talking about on this channel uh that kind of pushed us in that direction. And people really liked it. And of course, it's a very valid uh, point, you know? Castlevania so with a whip. interesting. Castlevania
0: <laughs> themed with a whip. Let's do this, yeah. Alec. I got you on voice. I got you.
1: <laughs> what is a <it> bad? <laughs> uh, Alec, thank you so much, man, for hanging out with us and uh, talking about uh, all sorts of speculation about PSVR2 and what it's going to mean next gen. Uh, you know, mm. this is something that we talk about pretty much nonstop, and uh, it's always nice seeing your name in the chat uh, when we're talking about it. It's, so it's even nicer to have you here uh, chiming in with your opinion. Um, we also. Ooh, is this a new name? Slyword at two fifty one, the basement switch flipping game cat with the uh the five quid it says this channel is the goddamn greatest of all time. So hashtag higher AJ, hashtag Quake VR, hashtag everybody by Zing, hashtag when is the swordsman VR sale. Slyword <laughs> so
0: 251 was on our last shout out, Brian.
1: He was last Friday, aren't we? Yeah, that's right. I've been I've been kind of weirdly under the weather for the last week. Um so everything's a, everything's a blur um yeah we figured out you know that's the one that flips the switch yeah yeah we finally actually, lloyd got replaced fine by somebody who actually does some shit around here nice
0: <laughs> alec well, thank you so uh, much man
1: and uh
2: sorry oh, i just want to quickly point out uh i don't know when the swordsman, or i can't say when the swordsman sale is but uh also twitcher the single player game cat i'm off to try really hard to find some fun in swordsman and they were talking earlier about not being able to and that's okay <laughs> Uh, you don't have
1: to. Yeah. I mean you already yeah. bought it. We'll, get, so. you,
2: we'll, get, we'll <laughs> get you next time. Yeah. Yeah. No, Twitch is notorious,
1: man. Twitch is notorious. Twitch bought the game, it's uh, been been checking it out uh, every few updates and, uh, and and just not not loving it. Um, but you know what it's every game is not for everybody and that is like you said, it's one hundred percent fine. Um, mm-hmm. I, I love that this community is able to disagree uh maturely and say like oh man i yeah. fucking hated this game and like explain why and talk about it and i go i love this yeah, game yeah. oh why and and, and if, but everybody's still on the same page we all we all get to talk about games dude fighting and debating and arguing about video games is one of my favorite pastimes and so that's exactly. why i love this community so much because we can do it without um without acting like children so um so thank you twitcher
0: for, for
2: being uh, a dick yeah. Jesus. Christ, oh, but dude. also it's all it's also like we're kind of working for the person who likes the game the least, right? Because they're they're the best benchmark for what how it could improve right. the most. So it's it's, well, it's definitely helpful.
0: I don't think there's any helping Twitcher. So <laughs> <laughs> <We'll keep> trying. <laughs> All right,
1: you guys, uh, that's that's gonna do it for another episode of PSPR Games Cast Live. Don't forget uh, to uh, we we got to thank so many people, man. Real quick, real quick, uh, and that is uh, Miles Dyer for uh, taking care of our Instagram account. We also got to thank Jay Meow making sure that our, our channel is getting up and running and for putting all this stuff up on uh, podcast services. So make sure you check us out on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts, plenty of other places as well. I'll figure out those eventually. Uh, don't forget uh, that this everything runs smoothly around here because of our mods. Uh, not only do they keep taking care of the YouTube channel, but they're taking care of Discord. So go check out our Discord. Click the link in the description below. Uh, but also, uh, shout out to Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, who makes sure that this show has timestamps about six to 12 hours after it airs. Uh, we appreciate you because there's no way I'd be watching every single episode back and time stamping it, so you're <laughs> the best. Thank you so much. Um, and, and anyone else who's ever supported the channel, shout out to you, thank you to everybody in the chat, thank you to everybody who donated today, and of course, thank you to everybody who sat back, watched the show, didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there, numbers don't lie. We love you so very much. Can I cute the cat?
0: the cat, Brian, because it's time to release the kitten. Justin Cassidy, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Uh, Mark Pringles, leap, good to see you. Emily, back to the hashtag that. Game Kid. Says cute the pink elephant. Uh, Sergeant Frosty, I know this stream was your childhood. Thank you for joining. GC13, to die Pepsi Cat. When are you coming on? We gotta get her on next. Uh, Miles Dyer, thank you so much, man. Uh, LC2552 beats the Beat. musical game cat, keeping Beat. it down, keeping it down in the uh, the the country town in in the UK. Uh son down. fist bump to you lethal Country weasel West, what up homie gabriel mm-hmm. 004 the lights are <laughs> be out game cat andrew <laughs> bailey uh with with uh whatever he's doing over there magic the game cat uh gundy gundy weiss das gun cat i love that name i haven't heard that in forever i love it uh justin Casty, yes uh uh left to rot hopefully brian does a stream on that i can't wait to see yes it. Totally. daniel williams good skew as well nair later to yourself thank you for joining Zachary Croissant, I'm going to eat you. Secrets of, thank you so much. Sky SlyWord251, the basement switch flipping game cat. Keep up the great work. Steve IRE, thumbs up. T- oh, he gave a middle finger. <laughs> 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 I thought it was a thumbs up. Blue Jew, the underground game cat. Elite name spot in the house. Uh, See you later good. as well. Little pizza emoji. Pizza yes, uh, <laughs> so good. He said, sorry, wrong emoji. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Anakazi, uh, guys. Uh, have a wonderful rest of the week. We will see you on Wednesday. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah,
1: we need a meow from Sin. Meow. Yeah.
2: I love hearing AJ <laughs> go off at the end of these. <laughs> it's always so good.
1: <laughs> Thank you, man.